the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you've had a great weekend and a great start to your week and a great start to your day, regardless of what day you're listening to this on or a great day. Um, whenever you're listening to this, I just hope <laughs> I hope you've had a great uh, week and day and all of the good stuff. But yeah, um, thank you for spending the next portion of your time with me. Um, I know that lockdown is probably not the easiest thing um, to go through if you are in lockdown. So if you're listening to this and it brings you some sort of hope or peace or joy, um, I'm so happy and lucky that uh, you feel that way. And obviously it's all thanks to God. So I'm thinking of everybody who struggles during lockdown. I know a lot of people um, need that social interaction to kind of survive, I guess. And um it's not the easiest when you've been in lockdown for X amount of times or uh, X amount of days, whatever it is. But yeah, I hope you guys are doing okay. There is light at the end of the tunnel. So we're nearly there. Uh, hopefully this doesn't go on for much longer. But yeah, praying for everybody who um, is really finding this season quite difficult. But yeah, um, so regardless of your circumstances, I hope you're doing okay. Um, and also, I definitely want to start uh, praying for people um, specifically. So if there is something that's on your mind or if um, you need an extra prayer, which never hurts anybody for someone praying for you, um, an extra prayer, I guess, is even better. But it never hurts to ask someone to pray for you. It's not a shameful thing. Um, so if you ever need something like that, you are more than welcome to DM me on the Bearing Fruit Pod Instagram page. And I would love to pray for anybody who's struggling through this season. So whatever it may be, um, you don't have to share in detail. It could just be I'm having a really difficult uh, time right now. I need all the prayers I can get. And yeah, I'll be more than happy to pray for you guys um, because prayer is powerful. No matter who's praying the prayer, it is powerful. So yeah, anyway, that's what I wanted to kind of uh, say at the beginning of this podcast episode. But Today's episode is probably going to be quite uh, different to my previous episodes and I say that because today we are going to be talking about a different side to the Lord that I haven't touched on um, in this podcast and a side that maybe I like to uh, call an overprotectiveness uh, from our Lord uh, when he sees his children face injustice, uh, I guess, you know, um, our, our God is a just God and I think um, injustice is probably one of the worst things you know that could happen to his children and uh, I think his justice overcomes all of the injustice we face so that's kind of wanna, what I want to um, talk about today so today's episode uh, is titled vengeance is mine says the Lord now let me explain Today's episode is inspired by one of my favorite Bible verses, and that's, we can look at, that's found in uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 19, and I'll have a read for you, um, just have a careful listen to what it says. Actually, I'm going to start from verse 17, and it reads, do not repay anyone for evil, anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. 
Now, verse 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And then um, it continues to say in verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And in verse 19, um, it, there's another translation of that verse. So what I just read was the NIV version, but what I'm just about to read is the English Standard Version, and it reads, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Now, the reason I guess I wanted to talk about this is I think when people um, face injustice or are wrongly done, I feel like the next instinctive move is to pay them back, right? <laughs> I feel like at least that's uh, something that I would probably think of, um, you know, I face injustice, someone does me dirty, okay, uh, how can this injustice be just for me? How can I not pay them back necessarily, but how can I show that they've hurt me? How can I convey that, right? And But that I don't simply mean do them exactly what they did by paying them back, but it can also mean, you know, holding a grudge or not forgiving them and so on and so on you know it doesn't have to be specifically um doing exactly what they did wrong you know whatever wrong they did to you do it back to them it can just be not forgiving them that's simply just paying them back as well so we as humans um love to take matters into our own hands because our emotions 99% of the time cloud our judgments right am i right so that's our human nature, but as Christians, as followers of Christ, as Jesus lovers, we need to be different. We need to be set apart. Now, it can't be an eye for an eye. That's never the case. If you are a Christian, um, I'm sorry, that's just not um, morally correct. Neither is it um, something that Jesus kind of, you know, portrayed during his time on this earth if you are followers of christ you um just exactly portray his values you um you are basically just displaying christ's version in a human body um you need to you know act as jesus would do um you need to talk as jesus would do um you need to be joyful loving as jesus would you know be so it can't be an eye for an eye, you know, vindication, vengeance, uh, repayment, exoneration, retribution is all done by the Lord. That is not our role, nor is it allowed for us. You see, from experience, I have been done dirty, <laughs> maybe I could say that, or have faced uh, injustice, whether that be from um, random strangers workplaces, uh, friends, whatever it may be. Mostly from the enemy is where all of this injustice stems from, right? But uh, say, for example, uh, someone treated me rudely or uh, said something nasty, although I wouldn't talk to them the way they spoke to me, my heart would be filled with anger and rage and hurt and I would just, uh, to plainly put it, not forgive them. Basically, I would hold a grudge. I would, um, 
yeah, basically repay them in the way I would see best, um, which is, you know, um, repaying evil for evil, which is not forgiving them, you know, basically. Um, so, like, I always bottle it up, my emotions, um, and which then is, you know, very dangerous on its own with anything, um, let alone anger. So, yeah, when I bottle it up, it just eventually leads more um, to the resentment side of things. So, you see, even when not showing them forgiveness is a sin on our behalf. Now, how do you expect, if that is the case, for the Lord to forgive our sins when we don't forgive others? It's just plainly simple as that. You know, I realized that, uh, I think I was reading something or maybe I was listening to a podcast, I can't remember, but they were saying that the Lord actually does not hear your prayers if you are holding a grudge against someone. And that was powerful for me because, you know, I didn't realize how much resentment could play a part in my uh, holy life, in my relationship with God. Um, but yeah, when I, also when I stumbled on Romans chapter 12 verses 19, I realized, hang on, I don't need to hold a grudge or pay them back um, in any way. It doesn't have to be evil for evil. And it just it was like something clicked in my mind i realized hang on that's the lord's job right that's not our role you see we have a tendency to want justice for ourselves to be treated fairly our society spends like this a lot of time um talking about rights um but these for the christian life for uh our relationship with god are it's basically just merely self-centered expectations these rights they're just self-centered expectations i mean what rights did jesus have he had zero rights when he was crucified on that cross so as christians we need to be focused on loving one another forgiving one another rather than our rights um what we deserve what our expectations are how we should be treated x y and z etc etc so god has never told us we will uh, be treated fairly on this earth. He never told us that um, our problems will never um, be problems. You know, he never said he was going to give us this smooth sailing life. That That's never a promise that he gave us. Um, but he did say he will be there every step of the way. He will strengthen us every step of the way. He will repay our... Um, injustice he will repay he is our vindicator now paul in this uh, chapter in romans chapter 12 in verse 17 um it explains that like i read we must not repay evil for evil and he expands in that chapter and explains that all who follow christ are never to get even quote unquote even it's uh not a thing for us Christians. No matter where that hurt comes from, revenge is simply not an option for us. And Paul also implies that if we take action on our own revenge, then we don't give God the opportunity to avenge for us. You know, 
all who harm us, all who um, treat us unjustly. And trust me, God's vengeance and his wrath is far greater. Even if we look at the Old Testament, God has always declared his intention to take uh, vengeance on those who wrong his children. And I want to turn your attention to Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses uh, 35 and 36 and it reads, It is mine to avenge, I will repay. In due time their foot will slip. Their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon them. The Lord will vindicate his people and relent concerning his servants when he sees their strength is gone and no one is left, slave or free. You see, vengeance is not ours. The Lord has already claimed it way back in the Old Testament. We simply must, as children of God, must trust God's timing and power to deliver justice as he sees fit. Not as we, how we see fit, but how the Lord, what the Lord sees is best for his children, the best justice, the best uh, vengeance, he will deliver us. And I think when I think of all these things, uh, it kind of makes me scared because I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. Uh, I too have sinned. So where does distinction lie between those who do us wrong and ourselves? You see, when Jesus died on the cross, all of God's anger and sadness um, was poured out to Jesus on that cross. And that's uh, the story you read in the Bible. Um, you know, the temple split in half, the earth, uh, the ground was shaking, you know, the storms, everything. That was all of God's anger and sadness as Jesus took his final breath. And it was the anger towards um, sinners, not Jesus, obviously. It was the anger towards uh, the people who put him on that cross, the people who uh, treated him unjustly. So you see, someone has already paid um, that mighty price for those sins, and that is Jesus. He experienced what we deserve, which is death. He experienced that. So when it comes to us believers, those who truly believe, and if we truly ask the Lord to show us mercy through Jesus' blood, then we are saved. We That is the distinction between us and those who do us wrong, right? Unless those who do us wrong have asked the Lord for forgiveness, you know, we are saved. And we are saved of our wrongdoings. However, those who, oh, there are the birds again, who make a cameo in every, in every uh, episode. Anyway, however, for those who um, receive Jesus' death, uh, sorry, those who refuse to receive Jesus' death in their, you know, place for their sin, they now will suffer the consequences of that sin for eternity. Now, with that punishment in mind, you probably don't wish anyone to get on God's angry side. At least I don't. Um, I have read, you know, through the Old Testament to see how God's wrath and anger is um, far greater than anything I could have ever imagined. So anyone who does me wrong, I obviously don't wish that upon anybody. So 
you probably feel the same, you know, there could be people that in your past are upset you or treated you unjustly but if you think about it now you're probably like okay I don't wish that I don't wish God's anger on them um or anybody for that matter of fact so I know that's probably that kind of uh, resonates with you too but so when I feel um that way when I feel like okay you I don't want you uh to face the um wrath of God when I feel that way, I immediately just pray for those people or uh, like in the Bible, pray for your enemies. Now, Jesus was a perfect, perfect role model of that. Um, I'm going to read you uh, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 44 to 45. Let me just read that for you. Oh, actually, let me just start from verses 43. Um, it reads, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. See, Jesus' motto was love everyone. And I guess that's something we may find hard to do towards someone who treats us unfairly because I mean I mean I can only think of somebody um and the injustice I might have faced and for my instinctive reaction to be oh hey I love you by the way <laughs> like uh I don't think that's how the human nature works but um if you are a follower of Christ um that's the basically the I guess the motto we need to serve, um, just how Jesus basically represented that love everybody. And imagine as well when uh, they were crucifying Jesus, he literally says as he was taking his last breath, uh, Father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And even in um, Mark chapter 11 verses uh, 25, it reads, and when you stand praying, if you hold against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you for your sins. You see, holding grudges and paying people back and hating others, treating people unfairly, it's just not something we as Christians should partake in. And I don't know about you, but in everything I do, I want to represent Jesus. Uh, to Jesus, every person mattered every person he loved he came to show us that in this world you know he came to show us the father's complete love so the next time uh you feel mistreated uh or you know wrongly done remember number one uh what you need to remember is god is your vindicator he will take care of the vengeance. That is not your role. The vengeance might not happen immediately, but remember when it does happen, it's often redemptive. It's, you know, it's giving you exactly the justice that you deserved from the beginning. So don't ever take that vindication, that vengeance into your own hands, because that is not your role. That is uh, the Lord's and he has claimed it f far beyond uh, the Old Testament. When the earth was created, vengeance was his. And you see this vengeance is different to ours because ours stems from a place of revenge, right? 
uh, we want to treat them exactly how they treated us we want to do eye for an eye all of that jazz um, but the Lord's vengeance is is from the seat of justice ours is from the seat of revenge but the Lord's is from a seat of justice so you need to remember that number one and number two is if I feel very strongly mistreated I will often pray for that person who treated me really badly <laughs> because if that person was to mistreat you that badly then that just speaks volumes of the type of person they are which is even more upsetting in itself right for them to treat you that way and know that uh they probably don't know that that is so wrong for them to treat you that way so that is even worse of an issue than trying to repay them back in any way so it's important to pray for those kinds of people just like um you know how jesus prayed for the people who crucified him so yeah it's important to pray for those kinds of people like that for they truly don't know what they're doing and if I kind of had to summarize, I guess, this episode, um, because I feel like all of my points were all over the place, but I hope you kind of understood the underlying um, message that I was trying to convey. Um, it would just simply be that there is no better place for vengeance to be than with God. And I've seen it firsthand and it is rightfully his and it should stay his. You know, God has proven himself to not only be a loving God, but also a just God. And I never worry now if I get mistreated because I just give it to the Lord because I know he is my vindicator. I just want to close this episode in prayer. Dear Lord, I pray that today you will clear our hearts and minds if there is someone we are still holding a grudge against. I pray that you will bless those who persecute us. Help us remember that vengeance is yours. You are our vindicator always. Help us to give you any problem we face when it comes to injustice. Because above all, you are a just God. We pray this in your precious name. Amen. Well, that's it from me, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Um, I know it was quite different to my other episodes. Uh, let me know if you actually liked it because I was quite unsure if I should talk about it. But... Um, I felt like God was really trying to tell me, okay, this is a topic that needs to be covered um, in whichever way I address it. So yeah, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you feel a little bit more at ease knowing that justice will be served um, because I know that not everybody has the most amazing experiences with people, uh, especially now. I feel like everybody's just so rude. <laughs> and so um unkind there is not enough kindness in this world so i hope we can as christians as jesus lovers can can um spread those kind those kind thoughts those kind actions those um prayers and love for everybody so anyway thank you guys for joining me today um i hope uh, you enjoyed today's episode. Um, like always, make sure that you are following um, the podcast on any of the streaming services and you are following the Instagram um, page at Bearing Fruit Pod Instagram. I almost just forgot the handle. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and a great rest of your day. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.